the best tasting radio show in all of South Louisiana. It's the Lafayette Food Junkie Show on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Lafayette Food Junkie Show on News Talk 96.5 KPL. I'm your host, Tiffany Deku. Here we talk about all the food happenings around Acadiana. If you like food, tune in. You might learn something new. Beautiful Memorial Day weekend. Uh, it's been so sunny today. Um, I got out on my patio and started my cocktail garden because um, I do live in an apartment complex, so we can't have a full-on vegetable garden. Although I do have some tomatoes and some squash going, but I got my herbs planted today for my cocktail garden because that's typically uh, what I'll do. Um, I'm on the hunt for cilantro, though, because I cook a lot with cilantro and the store I went to today didn't have any. So if any of you out there is listening and you happen to go to a place that has cilantro plants, email me and let me know because I'm on the hunt. And then I was talking about it today. Everyone was talking about how hard cilantro is to grow. I never had any problems with it. I, I mean, I always I always did great with it. But we're having wonderful weather for Memorial Day. We thought we were going to have a tropical storm or something like that. And it looks like it's passing us on for now. And while many of you get to relax tomorrow and, and barbecue and grill, it's like the unofficial start of summer. Uh, I'll be working. <laughs> uh, I do not get Memorial Day off. Um, I will be working at the day job for Memorial, Memorial Day. Joining tonight as guest co-host is Casey Abair. Uh, she is a young chef, and she's currently working at Bread and Circus Provisions and Rev Coffee Downtown. And we're going to be talking to her tonight about some of her culinary adventures. Uh, she actually recently got back from doing the Disney Culinary Internship Program, which is pretty cool. And we're going to be talking to her about what it was like to cook at Disney. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight, Casey. Hi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> she's she's a little she's a little nervous. I am. <laughs> yeah. You okay? So you were saying today that you guys went out to uh, Bella Course Farm um, yeah. in St. Martinville. For all her cheeses, they were so good. Yeah. It, amazing. So I was telling you before the show, the only time that I've been, I, I freaked out and in there. I was so excited because I, I just thought it was the most wondrous place on earth. Um, and I know that you guys have a goat dinner yeah, that's yeah. coming up. We actually got to see the goat we were going to use for the dinner over there. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. Oh, weird. that's I don't know how <laughs> I feel about that. I know. I know. I mean, I guess in a way. It's well, that's why we went. Manny wanted us. To yeah, I mean that's the one side of it, but the other time it's like no. I know. So is is he gonna kill it, or are they gonna kill it before uh, it gets there? I'm not told. I'm sure it'll. Because I feel like I he's gonna, gonna butcher kill it. it. In restaurant, well, so. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna. They're just gonna drive it in in the back of Bread and Circus, like maybe like a really bad How I Met Your Mother episode. <laughs> I'm just imagining this happening while Edie's next door is open and everyone's in there getting their biscuits and they're he hearing a goat screaming last oh, cries being killed in the back. So but we got to see all the goats. It was cool. They're all out and about trying to eat us half the time. Really? Yeah, they they're kind of clothes. mean. Yeah. <laughs> they're kind of mean and they'll kind of eat anything. They had a lot of babies. 
they yeah. all the little babies were out. It was cute. They were, they had like they all you see all the milking goats and stuff. That was cool. I, they're supposed to be really good for lawn maintenance. And yeah. I remember when I owned a home here in town, like I wanted one in my backyard to to chew up all the grass. Right, we'll never have to mow it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you guys? Because so the dinner that's coming up, um, we'll have to promo that a little later in the show. I'll yeah. get the information and we'll we'll talk about it a little more. Um, it's a goat dinner, and then there's they're pairing it with Sicilian wine. So did you guys yeah. get to try the wines too? Uh, no, I no? haven't got to try the wines yet, but. I mean, we did. Oh, okay. I, was- <laughs> I know. I would follow you on Instagram, and I was like, she must be on a fo- at a farm today. Yeah. I see. I'm seeing all these like cow pictures, and Great. yeah, and, th- and that's what I was asking you too. If she was doing cheese, but with yeah. the cow, but she, you said no. Any- if anyone um, is interested, you can go and buy cheese directly from the shop. And the last time that I went, it was on the honor system to where like you would go, you would write down what you bought and then you would leave the money in a lockbox um which i thought was really cool um but we made so much noise <laughs> in there that they came out of the back but yeah there's like all different kinds of of the cheese her goat cheese like the soft so good. yeah the soft goat cheese and you can get the samplers i know that um great harvest bread used to have them you could get like different little sam- samplers and they would be like marinated they'll different oh, styles good. Yeah, they were so delicious. I want a bagel now. I want more goat cheese. <laughs> yeah. You know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about great harvest bread, like the Dakota. Mm-hmm. And um, as soon as my tomatoes are done and, and ripened, because I'm growing Creole tomatoes, <laughs> if they make it. Um, and taking the Dakota bread and like toasting it and then taking some of her whipped goat cheese and like putting that on top of it with roasted to the roasted Creole tomatoes and um and really basil. I know. I, I was like, I want this. <laughs> it's like this smell. It sounds like such a good breakfast. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So whenever that happens, I'll be sure to Instagram it so <laughs> everyone can see it. So they had Bob's Burgers oh, last man. night at Brighton Circus. So they they do the late night pretty much every Saturday night. But every four months, I want to say they do yeah, like a our 14th one. yeah, they do like a Bob's Burgers themed night, and I feel like this is it was like the the top of the top. Like this was they the most. This this is a crit, and there are always a lot of people for Bob's Burgers. Uh, like they said, it was like a really good night, but like very, but it's very busy, and they ran out of stuff. They were running out of really. Yeah, when I got there, they had run out of fries and stuff. Oh wow! So they gave some chicken skins. They were still really good. Yeah, chicken sun, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. No. But they had like one of the burgers had like a donut yep. uh, as the as the bread, and then they also gave you the option they would they could make it vegetarian if you needed to as yeah. well. Do you know what they were using? No, uh, no, I didn't. I didn't get to work the night, so I, didn't, I wasn't sure what they were. You said you had you win, and what was one of the burgers that you got that you liked? I got the Eggers can't be choosers. It's like a uh, Egg in a hole, but it was using on the bun. Oh, it was really good. And Man. The burgers there are really good. It was very juicy. We need to have a Lafayette, a restaurant in Lafayette. I mean, I always say that we're like such a burger town and we have like way too many burger restaurants. Yeah. But if we did like a Bob's Burgers themed like restaurant all the time, all the time <laughs> I think that it would be, man. I think we 
we should have all theme restaurants. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's just do themes. Everything. Great. Theme the world. Right. All right. We are going to take our first break. And when we come back, uh, I actually interviewed the CEO of Dat Dog. Uh, it's Paul Tunerman. And we're going to be talking about our interview with him. So come back to us. It is the Lafayette Food Junkie Show on News Talk 96.5 KPL. From Boudin to the best burgers Acadiana has to offer, it's the Lafayette Food Junkie Show on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Lafayette Food Junkie Show on News Talk 96.5 KPL. I'm your host, Tiffany Deku, and we are talking with Casey Abair. She is guest co-host tonight. Uh, she is a chef at Bread and Circus Provisions and Rev Coffee downtown. Uh, I had the honor to go to a media night this past Monday at Dat Dog, and I got to interview the CEO, Paul Tunerman. And I got to try a bunch of the different hot dogs that they've had on the menu. And a lot of times I find with restaurants that give you a lot of options, I get very overwhelmed. And I always want to do like the make your own because I think I'm a chef sometimes, I guess. And I always like make the hot dog and I'm like so disappointed with it. <laughs> I'm like, you suck. And it's like, you have no one to blame but yourself because but it's good to you, experiment. Right. It's good to try things. But you like created the, the hot dog. So it's like, you really can't be like, this restaurant <laughs> sucks. It's like, no, like you suck coming up with flavor profiles for your hot dog. <laughs> so I, what's nice about that dog is that they have like pre-made hot dogs there. Um, and, Another cool thing is because they have so many options, the people that work there go and like create and make their own hot dogs. And they have this option that's called Chef's Choice, where you just leave it in the hands of the chef to create something for you. I've done some pretty good things, I think. Really? Yeah, I've done that like at least once or twice. And then I remember it being pretty good. That was a while back. I'm scared that I'm going to um, get like onions. And <laughs> I wonder if I can be like chef's choice. I'm sure you could be like, but well, these these are off limits. You don't like onions? No, not, on, like not onions. a hot dog. I'm weird. Like I don't. So I don't like onions, like raw onions, um, unless they're purple onions on a sandwich or in a salad. Like I can have them like that, but just like straight up diced uh, white onions like on a hamburger or, or in a, something I like that. I love that. I love like the strong flavor Ooh, like, no. and the crunch. I mean, not on everything, but mm-hmm. like especially put especially in hot dogs. I just like loathe that. Really? Especially with onions and everything. I just, yeah, I love it. See, I can do sauerkraut on a hot dog. I cannot do onions. I could totally be like a New Yorker or live in Chicago <laughs> with those hot dogs. They're so good. <laughs> so they had like, that was one of the ones that they gave us, but I didn't try it. But it looked really pretty. Yeah. But the relish was like this abnormal green color <laughs> to the point where I'm convinced it had green dye in it. It was so so bright green and i was like this cannot be natural maybe it was just super fresh maybe. or they blanched it just right <laughs> maybe so i don't know but it was kind of scary looking and i, I didn't want to try it so i i sucked there but i did try surprise of the night my two favorite things on the menu are not even hot dogs they're the vegan hot dog and I never thought that I would say that I preferred a vegan hot dog to their regular hot dog, but I totally do. I'm pretty sure I've had their vegan hot dog. It's pretty good. Yeah. So it's an apple sage. Yeah. That, yeah. And then it came with like a blackberry sauce and blue cheese. And I like the 
blue cheese probably goes really well with like the apple. Yes, it was so good. Yeah. So good. And then just like the chicken sandwich. Like, I mean, you can't really screw up a chicken sandwich, but it was it was delicious as well. I never had the chicken sandwich there. Yeah, so that was good. They also have hamburgers if if hot dogs and they have like four or five, maybe even more different um, sausages that you can actually put for your hot dog. And the space is really cool, too. Um, It's really brightly colored. It's downtown. It's actually across the street from Rev Coffee Roasters. And they have a venue where they play music in the back. Yes, the venue is also really cool. I told them that they need to start this needs to be like Lafayette's. Um, they need to advertise more too. I right. Think a lot of people know about the Yeah. Brands. That was one of the things that they were talking about. Like still, uh, one of the people that I was with said that they were across the street at Rev and they were talking about, um, oh, let's go to Dat Dog. And they were like, where is that? And they were like, <laughs> it's across the street. <laughs> so it's across the street from Rev Coffee Roasters on Jefferson. It's a really cool space. Um, Sometimes when I get in places and I'm sitting there and I'm like, why don't I come here more? Like, why don't I get there anymore? And my boyfriend was like, it's because we're not downtown people anymore. <laughs> like, we're at that age. I know, but hopefully once they start fixing up downtown, it'll be more enjoyable to go. Exactly. And they're they're wanting to do some more stuff with it. And yeah. they have like a bunch of cool stuff planned. Um, but it's, it's definitely a really cool space. Um, but I'm going to play with you now the interview that I have with Paul Tunerman, who's the CEO. I'm at Dat Dog Lafayette, and I am talking to Paul Tunerman, who is the CEO of Dat Dog. And wow, I just did a media vid here. I got to try all the different hot dogs, all the different French fries, and I'm kind of a fan. Yeah, absolutely. We were glad to uh, have you stop in tonight, Tiffany. Okay, so give us a little bit of the history of Dad Dog. So it started in New Orleans. Yeah, so in uh, 2011, our founder, Constantine Georges, opened up a small, we called it the shed. It was 450 square feet on Ferret Street in uh, uptown New Orleans. It was sort of a burgeoning neighborhood. And uh, it was so wildly successful that... Uh, a year afterwards, he opened up across the street in a uh, abandoned gas station. And today, we currently have four restaurants, three in New Orleans, one on Ferret, Magazine, and Frenchman Street. And then last, uh, late last year, we opened up here on Jefferson Street in Lafayette, Louisiana. So what made Lafayette the first choice to expand outside of New Orleans? Well, we've already got plans to uh, go to Baton Rouge. We'll be opening up later in uh, later this year in Baton Rouge. And then we'll have two restaurants opening up in the Houston area, one in College Station, one in Rice Village. And so it just made... Uh, uh, made a natural sort of geographic jump to get here. Uh, the other thing is, is here on Jefferson Street, you know, it's sort of a neglected neighborhood that's on the on the rise and uh, kind of fits who we are. You know, we always say we're a, we're a second chance brand. You know, if you need a second chance in life, come to Dat Dog. And so, this building, uh, this street corner, of this street really needs a second chance in life. And so, we wanted to be here first and uh, be one of the anchors of the of the community. So when you think of Dat Dog, you automatically think of hot dogs, but you guys have so much more. There's vegan hot dogs, there's hamburgers, there's fried chicken, grilled chicken, pretty much anything you can put on a bun. You guys have made it into a, a hot dog-like sandwich. Uh, what are some of your favorite menu items? Well, personally, my favorite is the duck special. So it's not on the menu, uh, but it's our duck sausage with our blackberry sauce, uh, bacon, and grilled onions. 
uh, but you're right. I mean, I always tell people, and you know, Victoria, our uh, director of marketing, always kicks me when I say this. But I've never, I still haven't woken up in the morning and craved a hot dog. You know, you get up and you kind of think, okay, you know, maybe I want pizza today, or I want a burger, or I want a taco, or something, but never a hot dog. But we're more than a hot dog. Um, you know, we have. Uh, just an amazing building it's very fun very colorful we've got great crew you know when i uh i'm just i'm on day 92 at that dog as the ceo and one of the things that really attracted uh, me to the brand was our was our people and then our food uh it's more like a meal in a bun um we give uh we give our food a lot of attention uh we talk about it constantly uh we work on it on a daily basis and uh we're pretty excited about it so it's not just your average hot dog and i would always encourage people to come in and and give it a try much like we did tonight we got three or four hot dogs and cut them up into little pieces and tasted them and it's really a a really neat way to explore the menu you can definitely tell that the people that work here love working here they welcome you um when you walk in if you give them tips they scream for the tips they scream when the orders are up um how do you guys come up with some of the creations for the toppings that come on the hot dogs well, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting. A lot of the ideas for our culinary innovation start in the kitchen. You know, nobody understands how all of our ingredients work together better than the young man or woman that works behind the line on a daily basis. Uh, they are very, uh, very committed and passionate about what they do. Uh, if you look at it, you know, if you've been a dat dog for three or four years, you're a new guy. Uh, a lot of our employees have been around for seven or eight years. We still have employee number seven wow. on the payroll. So uh, we get you. and We do very little recruiting. Uh, a lot of our folks, are, it's just word of mouth. Or folks that are here will have so much fun that their friends will want to come and work here. Uh, so it makes for a neat environment. But from a culinary perspective, I mean, a lot of that starts in the kitchen. Uh, so it's not your typical hot dog stand. It's, it's, it's a whole lot more. So the Lafayette location has this great venue that's in the back. And if if you guys are listening and you've never gone to Dat Dog, definitely take a walk in the back and go look at the venue space. And you were saying that you are open to even having bands come and practice here. Um, The venue is available for renting. And you guys have had different musical acts come through. Um, So what are some things that people can do in the venue in the back? Yeah, so uh, the platform, and it was sort of a twist on the oil platform if you look our, look at our logo. Uh, it is in the back. It seats about 400. Uh, it's a great uh, venue. Uh, we traditionally have music on Friday and Saturday nights. But, you know, we, and we talked a little bit about this at dinner. You know, we're, we're, we believe, we don't do a lot of traditional marketing, and we think that the best form of marketing is investing in the community and becoming actively engaged. And so we think this is a, a, a unique opportunity for us here in Lafayette to really extend that. So whether you're, a, you know, a, a high school musical group that wants to come and have an opportunity to perform in a venue on a, on a Tuesday afternoon or a Wednesday evening, Come on down, contact Shane, our general manager, and we'll certainly set it up. It gives you an opportunity to perform in a legitimate venue at no cost. Uh, We've done wedding receptions here. We've done fundraisers, corporate events. 
Uh, we have a, a, a children's event down here next month where they're going to bring in a bunch of reptiles uh, from an educational perspective. So it is a venue that's available to the community, and we would encourage uh, everybody anybody to come on down and take a look at it and uh, see how we might work together on, on an event. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me, and welcome to Lafayette. Thank you. We're, we're glad to be here. All right, that was our interview with Paul Tunerman. We are going to take another break, and when we come back, more with Casey. So come back to us. It is the Lafayette Food Junkie Show on News Talk 96.5 KBEL. Is a writing wash me notes on it? Is your wife ashamed to ride with you? Do you have trouble remembering the original color? Then it's time to go see The Wash at Service Chevrolet. The Wash offers unlimited monthly wash plans starting at only $19.99. Plus, the vacuums are always included. Stop by The Wash at Service Chevrolet and Ambassador Caffrey and keep your vehicle looking brand new. TheWashLafayette.com Have you tried the Tackle app? Tackle is changing the way people get small jobs and chores done. It's simple and easy. Download the Tackle app, choose the chore you need completed, and Tackle will connect you with an approved provider who can tackle that chore. House cleaning, yard work, furniture assembly, and hauling off junk. Just a few of the things you can take off your to-do list. That's T-A-K-L. Download the Tackle app today. And you can turn your skills into dollar bills. For a limited time, Tackle Provider sign-up is free in your area. Just visit Tackle.com and sign up today. Be your own boss. Choose your own schedule. Pick only the jobs you're willing to do. And most importantly, make money doing it. Join the thousands of people across America helping other people tackle their chores. Visit Tackle.com and become a Tackle Provider today. That's Tackle.com. T-A-K-L.com. Say, folks, if you own land, I'm sure you would love to have the time to work it, develop it, spend time with it. If so, go see my good friends at Mahindra. Because for a limited time, you can get one of Mahindra's best-selling tractors, the 2555 shuttle with loader, and get up to $9,000 off MSRP. With 55 horsepower, it's great for all of you hobby farmers. Plus, the 2555 includes an industry-leading seven-year limited powertrain warranty. Mahindra also offers a full lineup of tractors, from 20 horsepower all the way up to 125 horsepower. For offer details or to learn more about the world's number one selling tractor, visit MahindraUSA.com. Take advantage of rock-bottom prices and test drive a Mahindra today at Longlinne Tractor in Abbeville. Or visit LonglinneTractor.com. That's LonglinneTractor.com. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've messed up your daughter's haircut. Do you, A, it's spiritual. Mom, where's the mirror? Beauty is within. Oh. B, find the positives. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or C, show empathy. Mom, you really don't have twinsies. I kind of love it. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Join parents and experts at Understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues designed to help you help your child thrive in school and in life. Understood.org, because understanding is everything. Brought to you by Understood.org and the Ad Council. She puts the wow, mmm, yum, into words. It's the Lafayette Food Junkie herself on News Talk 96.5 KPL. 
Welcome back to the Lafayette Food Junkies show on News Talk 96.5 KPL. I'm your host, Tiffany Deku. And joining us tonight is Casey Abair. Um, okay, so before you went into culinary school, let's kind of go back. When did this love of, of cooking kind of develop? And so I started cooking more and reading more recipes. And then I started falling in love with baking. And then it just kind of grew from there. I started working in restaurants. And then I was like, you know what? I think I want to go to culinary school. <laughs> Do you remember what your first restaurant job was? Uh, well, if you want to go like far back, yeah. it was probably like I worked at Bonsai as a hostess. Nice. Or if you or uh, and then I went to Canes when I was like sixteen. <laughs> but and then uh, so, but my like real restaurant job was probably at Jefferson Street Pub. Oh, cool. Okay. Yep. I was in the kitchen there for about a year. So you went to culinary school at Louisiana Culinary Institute. Um, you graduated in baking and pastry. Yep. So what was that program like? It was amazing. Like all the instructors there, like they're so good. They they really care about their students. They really like. If you need help, they're there for you. Like, they help me find a job after if I need. Like, that's how I ended up going work for the Masters and work for Disney and got to go do all these culinary opportunities. It was a lot of fun. What was the biggest learning experience for you while going to school? Like, what was the hardest thing in, in pastry for you to learn? The hardest thing? Hmm. I don't know. Probably, like, the small desserts. Really? Oh my goodness! It's because you have to make the same exact tiny little desserts. Like you have to make a ton of them. And they all have to look the exact same, and that's probably like my most like the the diff- most the difficult, most strenuous thing to do. <laughs> What's the thing in pastry that you kind of hate and you think is totally overrated? Macaroons. Really? Because <laughs> they're everywhere now, but people like I think people like them because they can be like vegan or they don't have to worry about the gluten. But I just feel like. I mean, they're good, but I just feel like, I feel they're, like they're just now coming to Lafayette, though. I feel like yeah. everywhere else they've kind of been, but like now it's just now coming to Lafayette. I, yeah. I like them there. I love macaroons, but I don't. I just think they're that's just a trend right, right now. It's just like happening. And not all macaroons are created equal. That's true. I will say that as well because I had some really bad ones before. I went to this place in Dallas and had really great ones. And then Karma Caroons is amazing like yeah, i love hers good. i met the pastry chef for like she's good yeah um and then amazingly enough it's like the the floral herbal ones are the ones that i like the most i feel like they work the best yeah because some of them like you eat them and they taste like straight sugar yes if it's flavored but then you got the ones that are like really good and like this that's the ones that I'll, I'll like more, the ones that the flavor can actually pop out. Yeah, the lavender. Oh, my God, the lavender one. And then there's another one that's like an herbal one that, that I really good. like, too. Yeah, they're so good. I've just been always been more into, like, breads and stuff. I love making different kinds of breads. and I'm not great at cake decorating, but I still like decorating cakes even... I don't know. It's that's probably the most difficult thing, like icing a cake. Good lord! Oh, <laughs> yes. I I made my first cake from scratch in March, and oh. the icing <laughs> situation <laughs> was so bad. So I'm right there with you on that. That you don't realize how hard it is to ice a cake. I know. I know. It's 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 pretty pretty bad sometimes especially when like you keep having to go in the same spot over and over you're like come on just get straight already so after culinary school um you ended up interning in disney's culinary program so what was that like oh it had its moments like it was a lot of fun like i met a lot of people i have a whole bunch of new friends now 
it was it definitely showed me a different side of it, like cooking the culinary world like we were doing over like a thousand covers a day and in Lafayette that's like doing like 100 to 200 covers a day so it's like a huge difference it's a huge difference and like between like sanitation rules and being surgically clean about everything I mean most places should be like that anyway but like they, <laughs> Disney is like even harder core like than that <laughs> did you guys get to hang out at Disney a lot oh yeah we got to go for free Anytime I wanted, yep. As long as you didn't call out, you got to go for free. It was great. Nice. And when I went, it was during the holidays, and you got like forty percent off all the like stuff that you bought. So I was like, yes, I bought way too much stuff for Christmas. (laughs) Yes, everybody got Disney stuff for Christmas. I'm not the biggest Disney person, but I am the biggest Disney World person Mm -hmm. because I really do feel like it is the most magical place on earth. It's definitely magical. And then Epcot was just so amazing. And then the food there. I mean, there's a ton of food blog out there that are just on the food at Disney. I went to the food and wine festival there. It was like yes. 90 days. It was great because then you it's like little samples so you can get your wine and drink. It's like little cups. It's like $4 and then you get your little sample of food. So by the time you get to the next stop, you're done eating and you try another one. So that's really fun. So um, what, okay, so now you're working at Bread and Circus Provisions. Mm-hmm. So um, I, you said that you're kind of getting to play around a little bit with some of the stuff there and, and you're yeah. kind of getting some stuff on the late Manny night menu there. Lo- have like a lot of fun there. It is a lot of fun. Everybody's like, I've never worked in such a friendly restaurant before where literally the entire staff gets along. Like front of house, back of house. It's very different than what I'm used to. <laughs> it's nice though. And then Rev Coffee Roasters, you're doing pastry yep. them as well. Do you have anything cool on the menu? Uh, we have our biscuits. Our biscuits are incredible. Yes, they're delicious. They're so good. And then we're about, we're gonna do like a we're talking about like a summer menu, like doing different things with like our scones. We're gonna do like a fig strawberry scone Ooh. with our fresh figs that we have. So but we're still talking about. It. We're still t- thinking about ideas to put on there <laughs> nice yeah so people will have to go and check it out and and get a look at it yes me and alan are going to be working very hard on these pastries <laughs> making them awesome <laughs> so you graduating from culinary school and then you go to the disney culinary internship program and you come back to lafayette and so i don't know i guess a nice way to say this it's gonna sound it's just because Lafayette is small and being a culinary grad you know you graduated from culinary school it's hard to find a job here as a chef anyway does did it is it any easier with the with the degree is it still just as hard it's not necessarily easier but I guess when I apply for a job and they look at my resume they say I have more like qualifications and experience so that helps a lot, but yeah, it is really hard to find the job you're looking for. Because we don't have many fine dining restaurants here yeah. in town. It's and a lot of fast casual. Yeah, and I like the farm-to-table environment. That's why I didn't want to go back to Disney, because as much as I, it was a great job and had great benefits, like, I still love the family style. Like, going, like today when we went to the farm, it was great to see that we get from local places because i really really support local mm-hmm. i go to the farmer's market i'm always doing the local thing like that's i love that so that's why you came back yeah so ideally though you're looking to potentially move because yeah there's only so many positions here elsewhere. yeah like they have like this website culinary agents 
and you can look up and they have all these jobs and like you can pick any state you want and it'll bring you up jobs that where you can work and that's super helpful too because you can see all the job openings like i really want to do pastry like up north because i feel like they work out better because it's not so hot so your pastries come out oh. better. especially if you're working like candy and stuff that's what um, i like doing my sculptures and stuff but you can't do it here because they melt or they just won't stay doesn't work here. <laughs> That's something that I really didn't think about is yeah. that the colder weather would make that, that easier to do. Oh, yeah. It makes most baking things easier, especially if you're making like marshmallows or Rice Krispie treats or something along those lines. Like I made cupcakes yesterday and the frosting was already melting because it's oh, so wow. hot outside. <laughs> pretty ridiculous. And you said ideally, too, you would want to get into chocolatiering and yeah. make chocolates. So that'd be a lot of fun because when I was in school, we made all these chocolate boxes and sculptures. And then I was at Disney and they had this entire display case, like a land of chocolate. Like it was just beautiful. And I like I would love to do stuff like that. Just nice. a mess. Chocolate is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> it it's is, everywhere. It is a hot mess. Yes. <laughs> Literally. <It> sure is. <laughs> Ideally, where would you want to move to? Uh, pro- well, I don't know. I kind of want to go up, definitely up north, like up to Maine, because they have like, it's like a small community, but they're also like kind of booming too. Mm-hmm. And I really want to open up a bakery there because it's like close to Canada. And I can get, like, different goods from Canada, like maple syrup and what. I got all the fresh, because they have good farming up there. And, like, different, like, local you can get from the different. So I want to, just want to stay up north. Right. <laughs> probably yeah. stick up there somewhere. My manager at my day job is from Vermont, and her brother oh, nice. owns oh, a that. maple syrup farm. And so That's the awesome. last time she went to go visit, she brought me back maple syrup from Vermont and I only bring that out on special occasions <laughs> right I know my dad just started going to Canada for work and he started bringing back the maple syrup or like sending it back the candies like, too yes, yeah so good <laughs> yeah she brought us the little the little candies yeah too like she brought That's everyone awesome. to work but she like brought me a bottle and I was like thank you so much <laughs> this is so probably great. awesome <laughs> but she hates it there because it's too cold like she oh. likes the weather here more but man because I'm always like oh man Vermont's so great like it's cold and you get winters and it's like Ben and Jerry's from there and she's like no it's not it's it's cold and it snows all the time and that's it's why I like- want to go to the Scandinavian countries because their food's really good and it's like nice <laughs> and cold all the time and I feel like it's good for your skin and I don't like being too hot and it's good for my baking it all works out <laughs> being colder <laughs> <laughs> all right we are going to take another break and when we come back we have more with Casey so come back to us it is the Lafayette Food Junkie show on News Talk 96.5 KPL. And now, the Lafayette Food Junkie Show, served up medium rare every Sunday night. Welcome back to the Lafayette Food Junkie Show on News Talk 96.5 KPL. I'm your host, Tiffany Deku, and we've been talking with Casey Bear. She is a chef at Bread and Circus Provisions and Rev Coffee Roasters. Okay, I pulled up the details on the event. Um, it's Tuesday, June 5th at Bread and Circus Provisions. It's a five-course nose-to-tail goat dinner. 
paired with um, Sicilian wines, and it starts at 7 o'clock. Tickets are $75, and you can go on Facebook or to their website and purchase tickets there, and you do need to purchase tickets ahead of time. And yes, I recommend that because they will sell it fast. Right, and I can also tell you from personal experience from uh, previous dinners at Bride and Circus, they will feed you until you pop. Yeah, so, <laughs> they're very good. Like, ex- Annie is incredible. Like, yeah, it's gonna be a good thing. <laughs> yeah, so if you can get tickets to go, go to that. I'm actually in the process of trying to. You should, you should get tickets go. for that. I know it would be so good. Yeah, being a grad student. <laughs> yeah. <sucks> <laughs> okay, and I also want to mention that Blanchard's Barbecue is more than likely on the hush hush opening next week. They opened for um lunch this past saturday so i'm i'm assuming that they're not going to be open for memorial day it's more than a food truck or they have their no they they went brick and mortar okay i didn't realize that yeah so they opened a brick and mortar they're in their former urbano's location off of okay i think i know you're talking about yeah Yeah. so they opened up there and they opened from like 10 30 to 2 yesterday um, I'm sure they're going to be closed Memorial Day, but I'm fairly certain they're going to be open next week. So you guys can go check out some amazing barbecue and my favorite biscuit. I love their food truck. They have their fries are loaded. With yes. all this. Oh my God. That's like my favorite. This, I was, I was talking to somebody about it. Cause like, okay. So we went from like not having any really good barbecue places to now we, we have like three decent ones. So like yeah. no good sons barbecue, their brisket is where it's at. Like that's what I would say to, to go there for. Blanchard's pork products and then all the crazy things that they'll do because yeah. like you can get them on tacos you the sides that you can get with them are so delicious their biscuits are amazing I haven't had a chance to try their biscuits but oh my god I love a good biscuit it's like a biscuit <laughs> and then it comes with um I would get it with the pork and then cheese sauce and then a fried egg and then they have like the hash browns on the side. Sounds so like, good. It's, You're gonna make me hungry. <laughs> yeah. And I think the reason why the biscuit was so good is because it just had like so much grease. Cause I'm yeah. pretty sure that they cook. Yeah. It was just, it, it's so good. That's awesome. Can't wait to try yeah, it. Yeah. So they should be opening next week. Also, shout out to my mom. Happy birthday. It was her <laughs> birthday on the 22nd. And uh, my dad finally got her an ice cream cake today. Um, he missed her hints on the previous week and uh, got her a cookie cake, but he redeemed himself <laughs> and got her an ice cream cake today. Cause she was, she wanted an ice cream cake. So good job, dad and happy birthday, mom. Aww, that's cute. <laughs> uh, okay. Summer cocktail. So let's, we have like about seven minutes left to the show. Let's kind of talk a little bit about summer cocktails. Uh, you were talking about that. Your grandparents have a fig tree. Yeah. So you were kind of, I was wanting to make like fig syrups, make some meads, like make different drinks with that. I'm experimenting especially since i have all the product for free for my grandparents (laughs) i feel like making fig bitters sounds like a good idea although i know how incredibly difficult it is to make bitters but somebody out there that makes bitter products should make a fig one yeah because i bet that would make a really great one i know figs have like the best flavor yeah i wish they lasted longer so basically what I do with my cocktail garden that I have is once everything's done, I'll make uh, different simple syrups. So I'll make like I made a rosemary simple syrup last year. Um, I have mint. So I'll do like a mint sup- simple syrup. I did strawberries. I did all the simple syrups with my cocktails. And last summer I did for the 4th of July a watermelon cocktail. And so they have the ones that you'll see on social media where they take the actual 
watermelon they cut a hole in the top of it they have like the drill and they put like the beater on the end to kind of beat it all out um and then they keg it well if you're not that fancy (laughs) and you don't have a drill and you don't have a keg you can slice the watermelon cut it up and puree it yourself and just not have the watermelon (laughs) keg and it's not that hard to peel a watermelon and it sounds like super weird but um i believe on bon appetit if you're confused about how to do this and not realizing again how simple it is you can go to bon appetit and there's a recipe that tells you how to kind of uh cut it um down so you can kind of cube it and literally all you have to do is put it in a feed food processor puree it then strain it because it'll take all the the seeds and everything out that way and then you're left with watermelon juice i feel like watermelon makes one of the best cocktails yes it pairs with like everything and after doing this last year i was like why am i not i don't okay so talking about foods i won't eat i don't eat watermelon i don't like watermelon unless it's pickled (laughs) okay or um in a cocktail that's that's the only way that i'll have it and then i did this last summer and i juiced it and i was like watermelon juice is amazing you do like a grilled watermelon and then juice it and make it into a cocktail that'd be really yes good. like a smoky Ooh. watermelon type cocktail or you just made me think of grilling the watermelon watermelon basil and goat cheese and I'd probably eat that. There you go. Just eat it like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't even make a drink. Just eat it. <laughs> Recipes on the fly. I know. <laughs> so what I did with the with the watermelon puree is I think so I did gin because I'm a big proponent of gin. And then I'm pretty sure I also put St. Germain in with it as well. And I did rosemary simple syrup. Oh no, no, no. Basil. I did basil simple syrup with that and kind of mix it all together and it was delicious and it was refreshing and it was a really nice summer cocktail um this summer i want to try to do something with cantaloupe yeah that'd be good so i was talking to one of my bartender friends um about it i said i want to do cantaloupe and i was probably gonna do um a simple syrup kind of went with it i'm blanking on what i had said i was oh i said salt i said cantaloupe salt in it and then uh, i just found out about this vodka that's made from a distillery out in sulfur and they make it with sugarcane and it's really great vodka and i'm blanking on the name of it right now um but if you follow me on instagram i've posted a picture of it in the past and you can go check it out there but i wanted to do that and she kind of suggested either like she's like something acidic so she was like strawberries or something like that she said jalapeno would be good with it we uh for late night one night one of the girls molly she made a spiced cantaloupe gelato uh Sorbet, and it was incredible. Okay. I feel like that would make a really good cocktail yeah. too. If it was kind of like spiced a little bit. Yeah, she was saying that jalapeno really worked really well with cantaloupe. See that? So she said that, or and then she said I could do um, take the get like a smoked salt, yeah, and then rim a glass with it. And I think then, cellar salt has yes, uh, they do. Salts. Yeah, and I have I actually have a smoked bacon Ooh. salt at home, which I was like, I'm just gonna use that, and maybe the bacon will be like too for it in it. I f- I feel like it's gonna be more. I'll have to taste it, but more more smoky. But yeah, I'm wanting to try to do something with that. So you guys will have to follow me on Instagram to see what I finally come up with with this cantaloupe cocktail. Sounds good. But yeah, if you're not a fan of eating watermelon <laughs> or cantaloupe, you could drink it. Drink it, and then. 
another word of advice get your cantaloupe locally because it tastes so much better i got i had a csa last summer and i got i just kept getting cantaloupes in the summer because they were so delicious they were the sweetest most delicious it was prudum city farms which i don't think they're doing anything anymore but it was at the farmer's market i saw some cantaloupes over there lots of fresh fruits so definitely hit that up yeah it's sweet and then sliced cantaloupe with prosciutto wrapped around it was like my life last summer did y'all hear about the cantaloupe they're making like into burgers basically they're they're smoking the cantaloupe until like they're like juicy and crispy and they're making it into burgers so it's like vegan burgers interesting it it looks like it would taste good but who knows that's really queer yeah all right i'll have to check that out casey thank you so much for joining us tonight it's been a pleasure (laughs) you did good i know you were nervous you did great all right that's our show thank you so much for tuning in join us next week at sunday sunday at 6 p.m this is tiffany deku on news talk 96.5 kpal and this is the lafayette food junkie show thanks for listening and as always happy eating a Indiana.